It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to another brief Football Fan Rush Radio edition. This is our 30-minute blitz. Why? Because everyone's on a bye week. We don't have much to talk about, but we're still here with you, and happy NFL Sunday. It's your host, Kaz. I've got Michael, our sound engineer, on the line. Good morning, Michael. What's going on? Good morning, Kaz. How are you doing, babe? (laughs) I am absolutely wonderful. So today... We've got a short show because we cover the NFC North, and they're all at home watching football today right along with us. So it's our 30-minute blitz segment. So we're going to, since it's a short show, we're going to hit it hard. We're going to start off with college football, the top 25 scores. There was even a really cool upset. So we are going to check that out. Michael, what's going on? Well, I'm sure most people know by now that number three, Auburn, upset number four, Ole Miss um, over the yeah, weekend, yeah. Uh, 35-31. It ended up being – it was definitely the shootout that everyone expected. Um, mm-hmm. When you go back and look at the yardage, these two teams put up over five, you know, over 500 yards in, all together. For Auburn was 507, and Old Miss was right behind them at 492. So it was a very knockout, drag them out, shootout game. And it I was, hate was. I, it. <laughs> <laughs> I did not you miss know. it. I got to watch it because I still didn't want to give up Old Miss hope. I didn't want to give up hope on Old Miss, but ooh, it was it was it was a shootout. It was a pretty good one. But now yeah, that upset. Oh, Miss Our prayers go out to their wide receiver. <laughs> Our prayers go out to their yeah. wide receiver, Laquan Treadwell, the All-American, who entered the game with 10 catches and 103 yards after breaking his left fibula and dislocating his ankle on a recession. That would have oh, actually maybe. given Ole Miss the win. Um, that play ended in a fumble, which is how Auburn walked away with the win in the first place. Um if you look at the the only thing that really hurt Auburn Ole Miss was their two turnovers. Two turnovers decided their game. That's all. It was, you a, know, it was, it was a really good game. It was a lot of hustle. It was tons of hustle. Oh, yeah. You know, from the clips that I saw, I mean, I, I've, it's been a long time since I've seen a game with that just much energy and, you know, fight in them. And, you know, like I said, I hate I missed it, but that's why we have all the clips and the playback so you can get the little – you know, get caught yeah, up on what you missed. So many games to watch. And, so you know what, Ole Miss. Oh yeah. After seeing that, you know, I understood why you guys for a minute were at top of the top twenty-five. So we are still gonna give you a round of applause because that was hustle. And, oh yeah. And, oh my God, that yeah. that was like pure hustle. We know you slid in the rankings, but. Round of applause for you as well. So there were some other big games like, you know, some OU. Definitely, definitely. Florida State alum, stand up, please. 
gotta patch it. Back. <laughs> it was all in yes, twenty one, and we still won. Yes, that was yeah. oh my god. Florida State yes, went off on uh, went ahead and beat Louisville, who you know, for most who don't know, I was recruited by Louisville. Um, I didn't go there; I went to UNLV instead. However. They did put the brakes on them with a forty-two to thirty-one routing of you know, by uh, of beating um, the number I think Louisville's number twenty-five this year. Number twenty-five, you know? yeah. You know, so they fell. If you look was, at last year where they were just so just on top of everything, you know, now this year this seems like they're a little bit lower in polls. Uh, Mississippi State. Barely got a win against Arkansas with a seven seven seventeen yeah. score. You know Barely. And, and Arkansas was not even ranked. So unless you know that <laughs> rankings don't really matter. What is it how you play when you hit the field and if you're not ready to go, you know, you might be in for a fight. So in Exactly. Other news, Arkansas, had, uh, Arkansas that was awesome. Oh, go ahead, come on. Oh yeah, you have um, Oregon, number five Oregon, who ran all over Stanford, forty-five to sixteen. That's just you know, <laughs> I don't even know this. It's like yeah. the scores we had last week. If anybody saw the scores we had, you know that we talked about last week. Um, you know these these blowouts, if you will, are just they're phenomenal. <laughs> they, they are phenomenal. They are. It's almost like you know at this point, it's like why even be on the field when you're losing by. Much you might as well go ahead and just say, Hey man, you know, I'm gonna throw in the towel. We can call it even. We know we lost, it's all good. No hard feelings, and keep it moving. Um, let's see who else. West Virginia lost to the number seven TCU one point. Oh, I hate one point losses. I know how they feel. I know, you know, um, when I was in school, we played, um, I think it was Southwest Louisiana, and we lost to them by one point. You talk about an agonizing feeling. It's different when you get if you lose by a touchdown or you know even by a field goal. But when you lose by one point in the college game or any game for that matter, that is some that's really like heartbreaking. Heart felt like like you are really like you would have rather <laughs> lost by like ten than like one you know point. What I'm saying? Like ah, uh, like, like one point terrible. is like I'm just it's like oh it hurts. Uh, number nine, Kansas State ran all over uh, Oklahoma State, forty-eight to fourteen. And Oklahoma State is normally a better team than that. Number ten gave it the Navy. They won by ten points, forty-nine to thirty-nine. Then Georgia came really? up and did well, Florida. Yeah, forty-nine to thirty-nine. <laughs> <laughs> you sound surprised. <laughs> Yeah. All right, I'm sorry. Keep going. Uh. That's that's what happened okay. there. But Notre Dame has been actually been having a very good year, so you know, um, I'm not really too shocked at that score. Um, you know, they have been playing some very good football this year. Uh, UGA lost a uh, to unranked Florida eight to twenty. Explain that, people. You ranked. These don't mean a thing when it comes down to how you play. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I can't wait for next week until we start breaking down these college playoffs. We really do. You know, UCLA week. beat number UCLA number twenty-two. UCLA beat number twelve. Arizona seventeen to seven. That was a pretty close game. Uh, let's see who else. Baylor. Oh my! Oh wow! I hadn't seen one. Are you ready for this score? 
Number 13, <laughs> Baylor beats number unranked Kansas U. 60 to 14. To 14. Why just call it? Huh. Why not just call the game? See, I think that we should really have a football in college. <laughs> After a certain time, you should just know you're not going to win. Like, you know, and save the fans, you know, the the trip home, just took them home early and call it a day, 60 to 14. You know, that that's all about, like, college is all about the experience. Come on, you play college ball, no matter what. Football, oh, that's what's all about well, the fun. It's all about the experience. I cried. I laughed. I taunted. I was taunted. All about <laughs> the Then we have number 14 well, and number 17, Arizona State and Utah going at it. That was where it was came in. Arizona State beats Utah 16. Nebraska routes 30, Purdue 35 to 14. Oh, my God. OSU. Yeah. Dominated. Yeah. Illinois, 15 to 14. Uh, my but you know what? We, we are from you, Illinois. Bye. Like, that's not a hard thing to do. That's um hasn't uh, been a hard thing to do for years. Yeah, you well, know. Okay, but they keep giving them a ranking uh, number. So, you know, whatever. All right. So, who's next? <laughs> <laughs> Oklahoma beat Illinois State 59 to 14. ECU twenty to ten. Wow. Yeah, oh, they're balling this season. They're like, no BCS, let's get it in. Hi, you've never heard of us, but we're here. <laughs> we're just gonna knock off one <laughs> oh, of the top so five the teams and keep going. Right. So then you have uh let's see. Then last well, I think we already talked about this, Florida State already. Number two, Florida State beats number 25, Louisville, 42 to 31. There is just a little side note. So I was looking this morning over uh, the Auburn game, and Ole Miss, I believe, plays this school, this school called Presbyterian Hope or something like that. <laughs> was it Hope or Hose? I think it's Hose, H-O-S-E. I didn't say Hose. You know what I mean. <laughs> So, and they were like, yes, by the way, this is a real school. Like, okay. So we just throw in schools out here now and say, hey, you're going to go play the SEC and hopefully you won't get beat too bad. Uh, but that is our college roundup for all of you people that love college ball as much as I do. Um, the speed, the fantastic craziness that comes with it. Um, in other news, there was a helmet off, auction off from Auburn. That went for a few hundred thousand dollars, I believe, if I have it correct. Let me see if I can pull that information up. It is, to date, the highest ever college memorabilia helmet to be auctioned off or just piece of college memorabilia ever to be auctioned off. And it was it was so astonishing. I had to look at it twice. Like, they really paid that much for the helmet? Like fifty, like sixty thousand dollars or something, some crazy number like that for a college helmet. And the reason why it was the, I think it was the hundred and nine yard return um, off of a, a punt or a kickoff. Can't remember exactly what it was for, um, but it was a hundred nine yard return, and that's what the helmet represented. And one of the Auburn alumni paid for that and said, "Hey, I'm going to spin this grip because I got it, and I'm going to take this helmet and put it in my house." <laughs> All right. So that wraps up our college scores for the day. Our top twenty-five. 
And now, Cass, there let's get on to the pro stuff. Yes, it's time for my yes, ladies and gentlemen. The only team playing in the NFC North this weekend. The Skins had invaded Vikings country. They are at TCF Stadium, and hopefully, with everyone else in the NFC North sitting out, I am so sure. Yeah, I'm going to ride with this one, that our Vikings can pull off a win. And it already started off with a bit of weird luck because the Redskins team bus got into a minor accident on the way to TCF Stadium. So maybe all of our Vikings... Yeah, I saw that. I don't know, but at least we heard. Um, There were, I believe, um, there is always... um, There are officers that escort, and I believe one of the officers might have been hurt. When the first oh, bus wow. had to make an abrupt stop, the second bus hit it because he wasn't, you know, preparing for that stop. And then I think one of the officers got hurt. So I definitely want to hope he's okay. But maybe this is a sign of things to come. RG3. For you RG3 Ooh. fans, because he has some. RG3 is getting the start. Shocking, because we did see in Colt McCoy, we trust, kind of get out against the Cowboys last right. week. I mean, like, like, like really really got down. It was amazing. It was, uh, wow. So, RG3 is back. We don't know how healthy he is. We I have seen videos, watched film, seen him take a couple reps, I've seen him in practice, I've seen him come back strong, but then again, he's in practice. And today, he's going to meet Sharif Floyd. Yay! Sharif Floyd doesn't practice light, nor does he hit light. Um, there's going to be, the defense is going to come strong. The Vikings defense yeah, he does not. The Vikings defense has really come together. A, almost a 360 from what we've seen last year. They've been solid. They are definitely, I mean, a top of, in the NFL. The list of sack leaders, which is absolutely excellent because who would have thought, who would have expected this from a team which seems to be a struggle. Again, like I've said every week, there's a lot going on emotionally within the team, and they're finally starting to break free of that chain and stand alone. Hopefully, um, the O-line protects Teddy Bridgewater a lot this week. Teams have been able to get at Teddy Bridgewater and kind of plant him and welcome to the NFL, boo. It happens, and sometimes it'll happen a lot. Call Tony Romo. He'll say y'all about it. Hit up Jay Cutler. Anybody with a bad I'm O-line, he calls out the count because I don't think he can see past the first five minutes of the game because his O-line just they like disappear. They like reappear somewhere else on the field. It's crazy. But, it, you know, welcome to football. But I still – the O-line is a pretty strong O-line. They're not horrible. They're nowhere near ranked toward the bottom in their NFL rankings. But I do think they're going to have to do a little bit more to protect Teddy Bridgewater today because the Redskins' defense is not shallow, not weak. They've got some depth. Also, our defense, well, meaning the Vikings, has to really, really, really step it up because they've got some great offensive weapons. No doubt the Vikings have some really good offensive weapons too, but, I mean, you're talking to Sean Jackson. You're talking they've, – oh, they've got great offensive weapons, and we're going to have to stop that. So I'm looking for Captain Munlin. Oh, Captain, my captain, where you been? But I need you there. I'm, I'm – I understand the goal is to, you know, no yards after the catch – can we get some picks? 
please. Not the kind that you take with your camera phone and post on Instagram. Like, actually pick sixes out the air. Can we get a couple turnovers? We need to force a lot of turnovers today. And I think it's possible because if we've seen when RG3 gets nervous, the man does play with a lot of heart. So I do have to give it to him. Through every injury, through every comeback, he really does try to give it his all. But if you shake him and you get him off his square and there is a sign of no confidence, you can take over the game. And so we really need the defense to stay in his face and even force a few of those turnovers. I'm quite sure he's going to get planted. I mean, we got Robeson. We got Sharice. Well, it's so much going on. I don't know, Jasper Brinkley might skip around over there and put my man down. But still, we've got to capitalize on every mistake that Washington makes. And the Vikings, please, please, if I could get a moment of silence, I would have asked for one. But please, watch the penalties. The penalties are unreal. Unreal. And they're costing a, a lot. That game last week didn't even have to go into overtime, and it did. And thank God. For Anthony Barr, oh, awesome. The scoop to return the touchdown, game over. Winning the books is a win. So we're looking for win number four today. I think it's possible, not only because I'm a Vikings fan, but if they watch the film and they capitalize on the mistakes that will be made by Washington, because we see quite a few, the fact that RG3 is just coming back and starting to get back into his football swing, We'll have it as long as we watch the penalties on our end and protect the quarterback. And, Teddy, if they're protecting you, you need to get that ball out and go long. Don't don't question it. You've got Jennings on the field. He can get open. We understand Cordero's had, you know, everyone's on him. He was expected to be our hero comeback kid of this season. So, of course, he's going to be double covered. But you got Jennings. you got a great tight end. And if you can't, O-line. Please make some holes for Jarek McKinnon and Matt Asiato to get through. Y'all can win this. It doesn't even have to go into overtime. We already see how the morning is starting. So I am putting all of my lucky eggs in the basket for the Vikings. Michael, what do you think? Because this is how I feel. I think we could do it. I, I really would like to give them a round of applause. If they do not create their own penalties for no reason to my sophomore Xavier Rose, then they'd be okay. I think they'd honestly be okay today. What do you think? He's still thinking. This is so weird. Nobody has anything good to say about my Vikings. I have faith in Vikings we trust. So I don't have a point spread or point score as far as right now, but I do think the Vikings can take it. I think they can take it at least a minimum of – well, forgive me for saying this, but I do think they can take it buy a touchdown, and actually win the game without it going into overtime. But they have to make sure that they are covering. They've got to cover all their bases from the offensive O-line, protecting Teddy. Teddy's got to get that arm and air a few of them out because they're going to be on him. If you've watched any of the film of the Redskins defense, then he knows they're very quick. They're almost like right on after the snap. So I think the Vikings can pull it out. This is what it sounds like from all the pictures that I'm getting. And this is one game that I won't be at, TCF Stadium. I hope all the fans have an absolute ball. Have a blast. And go Vikings. Go. So with that being said, there were a few other stories around the league. Today we find out or found out that the Bears are going to have their stadium return. 
Well, isn't that lovely? I guess all the people slipping and sliding and gliding across the field wasn't enough in the last few games. Someone had to honestly tell them in their bye week, yo, we need to fix this. So the Bears are resodding the turf on their field. We are also watching. Well, I am. I'm on I'm on a Megatron watch for the Detroit Lions and to make sure he heals. They're also on a bye. And I'm watching to see how he heals and if he'll be able to come back strong. And when it comes to the Packers, I'm still going to ride the Aaron Rodgers gravy train. He said relax. I know they went on their bye the way they did, but I'm still going to relax because the Packers play smart football. So, Mike, you ran away from me. Now you're back. I think you ran away only because I said, what are your thoughts on the Vikings matchup and can they pull out a W? So let's see. Well, no. (laughs) (laughs) That is not what I'm talking about. That's terrible. I was like, what? I know. I was sitting here like, I was like, oh, no, no. But, no, I, I agree with you. I, I am really pulling for the Vikings and for Teddy Bridgewater. I think that he deserves the opportunity to um, really start bringing out some wins, you know, building his confidence. I think he's talented. He may be in a little bit over his head, um, you know, but I think he'll be able to catch on. And if a win today – you know, when you look at him going against RG3, uh, there are some definite – some definite things you can look at. You know, RG3 known for his mobility, but that's questionable because he's seemingly always hurt. Um, he's like Reggie Bush's twin brother. <laughs> just a quarterback. Uh, you know, wow. looking at him, okay. I, I'm just saying he's always now, Reggie hurt. Bush <laughs> Yeah, there's something wrong with him. He, he's just a different type of person, different type of back. And I, I respect him so much because he's always been a baller, so. But I think that, um, like I said before in our quote, you know, um, on Twitter, you know, you were asking what should the game plan plan be? It should be for him not to get hurt, you know, so that he can play for, full season and finish well, out. Then. <clears throat> I mean, he he is what he is. He's just a player that happens to be injury prone. There's some players like that. We've seen it yeah. at just about every level and every team, and it is just what happens. But today, with that being something the Vikings can focus and capitalize on. I honestly really do think that if they sort of come at I don't know what the O line is gonna look like today, but if they honestly come really hard at R J three, I plan on seeing some interceptions. That's what I, I want them to force turnovers. It's one thing, okay, yeah, no yards after the catch, but let's you know it's, it's another uh, thing to take the ball away and put it back in the hands of your offense. You know, what I would like to see is a very balanced uh a very balanced game from Minnesota, you know, balanced on offense and balanced on defense where all the you have the tenacity and that energy there that they're, that they're coming out to win and that they play like that all four quarters. You know, get after the RG3, get after, all you know, the wide receivers, um, you know, attack the ball, just have that sense of tenacity that, that, you, that you love seeing on that level of play. Um, I think, that, like you said, if, they, if the game plan is to start for RG3 and shut him down, you start with the quarterback, you can shut everything else down. Now, they got to be win, careful. So I'm really hoping. And, and here, they still have to be careful because even if they do shut Robert Griffin III down, there is still a Colt McCoy looming in the background. And we did have a chance to see oh, what yeah. Colt was able to do against the Cowboys. Exactly. This right, could right, also right. be a strategy. So, I think it, so they have to prepare for both. Yeah. Right. 
Well, I think, you know, I think that if they're switching roles, you know, Washington's switching up this week instead of rolling with Colt McCoy for another week uh, after his fabulous game last week against Dallas. Uh, you know, I don't question coaches. I just kind of look at them like, okay, I probably wouldn't have done that. I'm going with the best quarterback at the time. But I also feel that they want to see if um, well, but he's you know, RG3 you know he's, he's ready to go. He's a star. Yeah, he's a star though. Like you, you can't. He's a star QB. Like you just until he proves that he is absolutely horrible. Um, I know they have to play him. I get all of that. I trust me. I understand it. But I'm like, you know, I've always been the person that, and I've always looked at football from the standpoint of I don't really look at star quality. I look at who's the best player on, on at that time. Star quality never really meant much to me. Uh, you know, so but even though he's a star, he can play. He deserves that role because that's what they hired him for. That's why they drafted him. So I, you know, I'm definitely behind them doing that. But I like to see the fair. I like to see the, you know, spread it around. You know, some team. I've been on teams where we've had two quarterbacks, and you know that both played at the same time, and it changes your game pace up a whole lot because nobody it knows. Does. It really does. It becomes a big weapon. You know, so you know what would be some probably a great game plan for them is to use them both. You know? Um, we'll see. That's, that's and, not and maybe a, later that's on not down the line. Not today, of course. Not today, of course. Right. Not today, of course. We'd rather them just go ahead and, you know, we want our Vikings to do their thing. And, you know, well, the NFC. you know what? Even if they have to play them both today, the Vikings have to be prepared for that. They want to yeah. talk some kind of miracle is going to happen and come out of the sky and possibly catapult them into the postseason. Well, when you get to the postseason, that's, those aren't your average bears that are sitting there. Those are real squads coming to play ball because they're all looking for the promised land in Arizona. So exactly. if that's what has to happen, the Vikings and, and the coordinators and the coaching staff have to adjust for whichever quarterback comes in at whichever given time in the game. So I think yeah, the Vikings it would be can great to see if they could – Oh, me too. I think if they, you know, whatever adjustments, what I love, what I like to see is teams who make the adjustments, and you know, during the game time adjustments, right on the fly, we got to change this, change that. And that right there shows your football attitude. So I believe that Minnesota does have that. And it's just, you know, it's tweaking right now. We're, we're in game. We definitely you know, know the Bears it, we're in week. that. Oh, my God. I don't even want to talk about it. You know, the funniest thing, and I'll probably hey, have to hey, put this hey, up tomorrow. They are getting you signed. There you go. Yeah, well, I mean, if, it's, if the signs play better, then, uh, you know, um, I think the funniest thing, one of the funniest things I saw this week, and I'm sure you Bears fans have seen it too, they sold 260 of these shirts, by the way, that says Cutler makes me drink, drives me to drink or something like that. Drives me to drink, yes. Drives me wow. to drink. You know, so wow. I'm a Vikings fan, and we've never had that shirt. <laughs> See, I don't think in the wow. history of football I've ever. I don't think in the history of football I've ever seen a shirt about a, a, a star quarterback like that. I, and and, and, I, and you, it's sold. It like really, really sold. Like they made money off. Yeah, it's selling, and they're still making money off of it. That's they're funny. They're still making money. That's the craziest thing about it. You know, and I mean, you know, I think that. I really don't have any thoughts about the Bears at this moment, other than at some point I, I want I would really like to see them play as a team, you know, and, and really see well, there them. There are a lot of up. factors. There, oh, there yes, are tons of factors that are going on there. Yeah, we'll they definitely have, have a lot more time to focus 
on it this week. Yeah. You know, but I think that, um, you know, off the bye week, hopefully they did some hitting this week. Perhaps they did some hitting last week because we know they didn't do any hitting in training camp when we went to see them. So I'm mm-hmm. hoping that that's what's going on, you know, that, that they're, if like, getting back the to the basics. you mean the fact that they gave each other, like, high fives or something. Yeah, well, you know, hey, man, that was a good play. A little smack on the button. No, I'm talking about actually getting down, doing the scrimmage, and getting back to the basis of what the game is about, you know, and playing we on that level that, and, and, and doing Green, that. And the Packers and the Vikings. But uh-huh. I'm still yes. – I'm still gonna, and I know the Packers are on their Bible. Like I said, I'm still – Aaron Rodgers, he said relax. He spelled it out. I'm going to relax. Even though I saw how they went into the bye week, I'm really not worried as they are sitting atop the division and the Lions. Mm. I have right. no words other the than Lions congratulations the for where you're sitting. The Lions yeah, have surprised I, everybody. They are sitting atop they the NFC North at 6-2. I don't – they have not surprised me, though, because they should be, you know, with what they have. But these comeback games, you can't do this forever. Like, there's going to be a team you're going to run up against, and they're going to be like, quit playing. Right. Y'all going to keep that goose egg and we're gonna end this game. So I do like, though, that adjustments are made for them to come back. Bear staff, are you listening? They do make the needed adjustments, even with key players out <laughs> and hurt. They make the needed exactly. adjustments. Because, I, I mean, I, if you think about back, it, like, so. the, the Atlanta game, we were watching that last week, and we were like, okay, they're, they're getting blown out. And next thing you know, they come back and win the game. So it, it's not impossible. The second week all. in it's a row. Not, so, exactly. The second week so in a row. So if they can do they it, came back like there is no reason. There is no reason, Bears. Are you listening? No, no. reason why you can't make no. these adjustments it, it, and no. do the same it's thing. It's a reason. <laughs> So we want to thank you guys for tuning into our 30-minute blitz today. It's been absolutely fun and funny, but we want to get you guys ready for the game. We're also hanging out with U Stadium, our favorites. The letter U, the word Stadium. Check them out on Twitter. Download the fan app. Absolutely wonderful. So much fan fun. We're there for every single game. So this is your host, Cash, signing out. I've got Michael. We'll see you next week. See y'all next week. Have a good one. Enjoy the game. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.